What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Experience More podcast, the podcast for individuals who want to lead and live a healthier, more active, fit lifestyle, one that's going to allow them to experience more of not just only the great outdoors, but life itself. I'm Jake Arvold, your host, and this is the Experience More podcast. What is up, everyone, and welcome back to the Experience More podcast. Guys, I'm, I'm super super pumped and excited uh, to be back. Um, this week's going to be honestly a really a quick hit, uh, more of a reflection episode. Um, super excited for the future of the Experience More podcast. For those of you guys who have who've already been um, consistent listeners who have gone out and shared the message, shared the show, uh, given feedback, I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you guys. Uh, it's been a really, really, really cool and surreal experience. This this show continues to go and grow, and uh, being just hundred percent organic. Um, really, the you know all of that's thanks to you, um, each and every one of you guys. So I just want to I want to personally say thank you to that. Uh, secondly, I want to go through and. Uh, acknowledge that I was definitely absent uh, last week, uh, and I apologize for that. Some of you guys asked uh, what was what was up, what's going on. Was there a podcast? Did we miss it? Um, and that that was on me. I had to make the the call and the decision uh, to forego last week's episode. I had some technical difficulties earlier in the week uh, for some reason. Uh, my my mic. For my, my system that I was ultimately using, I'm actually recording this one on my phone, which is, uh, we're going to see how this kind of rock and rolls, but um, we're going we're gonna to kind of play around with a couple things here. But um, had a little bit of technical difficulties, and then it just got later into the week, had a lot of things going on. We were uh, setting up for the November knockdown final um, out at the Frisella Farm, uh, had a bunch of people in town, we had had a lot of fun, and... Honestly, that was just uh, that was my number one priority uh, last week itself. So, for those of you guys here, I apologize about that. Um, but we'll get right back on track into the consistent uh, Friday shows as it is. Um, yeah, guys, I just want to say thank you uh, very, very much. So it's been been a heck of a week, and I'm, I'm going to reflect on that here in just a second. Uh, but just kind of a little um, housekeeping piece for those of you guys who are new to the show, coming in, being a part of it. Um, guys, the Experience More podcast, just like I said in the intro, um, the whole essence of it <clears throat> is about living a lifestyle allows you to experience more of the great outdoors. And for those of you guys who maybe are just getting into hunting, fishing, hiking, or there, there's a a sector in the outdoor space that you're unfamiliar with. Um, as this show continues to go on, my my goal is to bring different leaders and experts in those those different genres and areas to be able to give you uh, little tips, tricks, or as I like to call them, nuggets of knowledge um, to be able to take take on yourself and be able to progress you further um, into the outdoor space as well. Uh, and then another side of it is for those of you guys who are listening on, on here as a dedicated individual into the outdoor space, no matter what that genre might be, is to be a leader. 
to be an individual of character, to be an individual that leads from the front and has this kind of mindset that no one is left at the trailhead. Uh, no one is felt alone at the trailhead and getting people involved. And when I say the trailhead, that does not just mean, um, you know, oh, just leave them at the trailhead, but it means it is our duty. It is our opportunity. It is our, um, honestly, obligation as outdoors men and women to not just talk about how we need to get more people into the outdoors, but honestly to change the overall narrative of how people see the outdoors, how people see uh, the individuals in the outdoor space. There is um, a stigma of what the typical outdoorsman might look like, might sound like, and that is, it is on us to go through and, and change that narrative uh, and really stepping up to be a better, better role model, character, and spokesman and woman for the outdoor space. So that's really, really pieces tied into the show overall. Um, this show is 100% organic. I'm not going to go through and shove a bunch of shit down your guys' throats and try and sell you a bunch of different junk if I do talk about products or things of that nature. Um, it's going to be things that I personally genuinely use. Um, I know I've done done an episode on that, just kind of like what's Jake's setup. Uh, and I'll, there'll be different podcasts and different episodes where I might dive into you know different gear setups, what I'm personally using, what I'm running, some new things I'm trying. And honestly, I just want it to be an, an honest, non-biased um, just look into different gear tips, uh, tricks, things of all that nature. So, um, and then of course, just maybe individuals that, you know, I do bring in, um, leaders in the space, uh, different, um, you know, um, individuals who might own, own different companies and their different perspectives. I know like I was out on, uh, Chris Ham, Ham's podcast, uh, HHA USA podcast, um, you know, with those guys and just bringing a, a very high quality, um, site equipment, uh, and archery equipment to the space. Um, you know, those are the kind of individuals, you know, I want to be able to surround myself with, and I want to be able to give you guys kind of more insight on that as well. Um, and potentially look at, uh, look forward to having Chris on the podcast here in the future as well. Uh, if you guys didn't listen or hear the podcast, um, with Chris and I thus far, uh, I was on his podcast, the HHA USA podcast, uh, a little while back. I definitely go through, check him out. Uh, awesome dude. Got some awesome stuff going on with the organization and a lot of passion there. So, but guys like that, Brandon, um, Armando and, and a lot more to ultimately come. So, that being said, what I wanted to talk about today, guys, uh, really, really is going to come down to a quick hit mindset here. Okay. Um, I made a post literally yesterday. Um, and in that post, when I talk about posts, I made a post on Instagram. Um, in that post, I talked about landmark moments in time. Okay. Guys, you will go through life, and as I have experienced through life, you don't in the moment understand the true impact of the decisions we make 
how, we don't understand how they have such an impact on our life. And I made that post because, you know, as I sit here and reflect back on having, you know, honestly, one of the greatest weekends personally in my life to date, um, you know, seeing things of the November knockdown challenge come to fruition and just watching the first form outdoors community grow and how people treated one another, the relationships that were built, um, the respect that was had, uh, it was a very, very surreal thing. And I, I just sit here and reflected over the last, really last few days, what has led me to the current destination that I am at in life. And I'm no, nowhere near where I want to be, what I want to be able to do, what I want to be able to accomplish, uh, the success that I personally want to be able to see uh, individually for my family, for those around me, the impact uh, that I personally want to be able to have you know, within, within the world and within the, the time that I'm personally given. Uh, but those, those few days with the knockdown challenge and seeing what First Form Outdoors is, has become and where I am at and the destination uh, I have come to thus far on this journey is a very, very fucking cool thing. It's just, it's a very cool thing. But the piece that I want to make to this and for each and every one of you guys, cause I got um, asked to just kind of give like a little bit of an insight on just kind of like that journey um, a few days ago was I can look back throughout my entire life, all the way back to about eight years old. Okay. And I, I talked about this in, in my post that I made, but I can look back at all these different moments in my life that were, I would call landmark moments. Just like we go out, you, I don't know how you guys do your directions, but I'm a landmark individual. Like if I, if I'm going through and getting directions from someone like, yeah, you can go through, put it down on a map and I'll get that all figured out. But if we're going through and giving quick directions, you got to think like, you know, us friggin' country farm folk. It's like, all right, you head down, go down the dirt road for about two and a half miles. You're going to find the railroad tracks. The railroad tracks, you're going to cross those and then take a left. Once you cross those, that left or the railroad tracks to take the left, you're going to head down that road. And then you're going to see this big barn with this like quilt out on the front of it with a little, little star and everything like that. You're going to come to a T in the road. You just keep going straight through there and so on and so forth. Like landmarks, different ways of, of going through your journey, through your, your life, get to your destination. And, you know, when I look back at my life, it's no different in, in, our, in our life's journey, in our life story. You look back on your life and there's going to be moments in your life where you can find a significant destination point, a landmark point in your journey. Point blank with this. I go back to eight years old, okay? The story, we're going to story time for a moment. Eight years old, I am a, a just a young, young buck, little, little freaking dude who's just chomping at the bit to be able to earn the ability to go out elk hunting with my dad. Okay. I want you to really think about that. Eight years old. How many kids do you know that are eight? Around eight years old. Like, just think about it. What do you believe they're capable of? 
what do you think they can do? What do you think they can achieve? What have they achieved? Are they your kids? Where are your kids at? And this is going to be a piece where it's like your kids are much more capable than you give them credit for. It comes down to being a leader, being an individual who shows up for them on a day-to-day basis and puts them in charge of different things. Jocko, Jocko Willett goes through to talk about this um, in his books and he's, you know, talked about it in podcasts and everything like that. When it comes into leadership overall is if you want someone to lead, put them in charge of something. Make sure they are um, in a position to go through and grow. And, you know, I look back at this moment for me, eight years old, here I am wanting to earn the ability to go out on this hunt. My dad put me in, put me essentially in charge of a lot of things at a very, very young age, whether it was going through taking care of, uh, the, the young calves within the calf shed, whether it was going through and making the calf shed was shoveled out, giving me different chores and ultimately all these different things, taking care of different things around the farm. And he put me in positions to go through and earn what it is I was wanting to do, what it was I was wanting to achieve. Uh, and that's, those, those are priceless lessons that I've ultimately learned through life. And as I get older, I, I learn more about those and I reflect more on them and all the different teachings that were ultimately happening there, regardless of if that's what he knew he was doing or not. But this elk hunt was a huge landmark moment for me. And it's really something that's jettisoned me to honestly what I would believe uh, to be my current destination today. Okay. Going out west where we hunt, we hunt at about 10,000 or we hunt, we camp at about 10,000 feet, hunt up from there. Um, in, that, <clears throat> in that area, it can be very treacherous. It can be very rocky. We're, about, we're back in the middle of nowhere. We'll ride mules in about eight miles Right. I want you guys to think about this. Like we're right, like to get back to where we are going, we go off the beaten path and the path itself is already pretty beaten and like not, not well beaten in the sense that it's only about a foot to a foot and a half wide and we're riding mules bareback up it and you go up, like you look the uphill mountainside and it's a pretty good straight up bout to that. And then the other side, the downhill side of the mountain is like a thousand foot drop off. And we're riding back up through the mountains, the Rockies of Colorado, switchbacks. And there's a lot of things, there are opportunities for ultimately to go, go wrong, right? There are opportunities, especially when you're, you're dealing with animals and you're out in the middle of nowhere. So my dad's number one, you know, concern in any of those areas is what happens not only if something happens to me kind of thing, but what happens if something happens to him? If we're back there eight miles in the middle of nowhere, dad breaks a leg, dad gets hurt, or something happens to him, okay, will his son be able to take care of himself and get his own ass out of the mountains, go for help, or let, at least get to safety and be able to handle himself through nights of cold, nights of complete darkness, and be able to control his own emotions through that. So when I think about this, this landmark moment for me, there was, there was teaching moments in it. And how my dad prepared me for that was when I would ask him, could I go out to Colorado? It was no, it was no, all the way up until eight. And he said, all right, if you want to go out, out to Colorado, you have to prove that you can go through and, and 
handle yourself. Okay. He made me go through to prove this point. I had to go through and saddle asbestos, our big, big white, white ass mule. Um, one of the, the gentle giants we had, uh, phenomenal, like asbestos will forever be, be known as one of the greatest animals in my personal life. Phenomenal animal, more memories with, um, with him that will literally last a lifetime and the legacy of asbestos will continue on. But I had to ride asbestos. I had to pack them all up, put a saddle, eight years old. I had to saddle this giant animal up. I had to put my pack on it without any help at all. I had to be able to saddle, pack my mule, pack my gear, and then by myself ride about a mile, mile and a, a quarter across our farm. I had to go down across a couple fields, back through a creek bottom to what we call the big pines. And these are, you know, three, 400 year old pines that were on the backside of our property. All the way back out to those is a landmark, set up camp, stay the entire night by myself. And then pack up, come back, back over and come home in the morning. That was it. That was going to be the test. If I could do that, if I could accomplish that, I would earn the ability to go on the elk hunting trip with my dad. So that's what I did. Packed up asbestos. I got it all. I got him all saddled up, um, strapped him down, tightened, cinched him down. Uh, put the, the packing ring on there, packed up my tent, packed up my, um, my camelback bag. I had my snacks. Of course, you got to have snacks on it. Had all my snacks, had all my, my fire starting gear. I had all the things that I needed to be able to survive the night, go out, camp for the night, and then make my, my way back home in the morning. Packed out, walked across or rode asbestos out across the field all the way out, got to my destination. I set up my tent. I set up my little camp, um, ended up making a little, little fire and just like having, you know, my own little, little camp out session with me. Asbestos was unsaddled just off to the side. I had him tied up and I just camped out for the night at about midnight. It was probably 11 o'clock midnight. We got hit with a huge storm, a torrential downpour of a storm, thunder, lightning, freaking crashing. Eventually at about one in the morning, my tent broke down, was filled with water. I was in a sleeping bag and I was doing everything I could to go through and just stay through the night. And it, but it got to a point to where it just wasn't safe to ultimately be out there. And as much and as reluctantly as I did not want to go, I ended up pulling out in the middle of the pouring rain, thunder, lightning, brought asbestos back over to where I could go through, saddle him up, throw on um, my the gear that I did have or that I could have, and in a torrential downpour thunderstorm in central Wisconsin, ride out asbestos a little over a mile back to our farm bright and early about two in the morning. And it was thunder, lightning, everything rolling down. And it was one of the, I would, I would look at it as like one of my greatest uh, walk of shames or ride of shames I've ever had. Because I remember getting back all tore up as, you know, tears in my eyes, upset that I didn't do it. 
uh, or that I couldn't complete it and apologize to dad. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wish I would have, like, I, I, I can do it. I know I can do it. Uh, just give me a, you know, give me another chance. And in that moment, it was really, really cool because I learned a lot about myself and what I could ultimately overcome that night. I learned a lot. There were moments where it scared me. There were moments where it was super hard. I had a lot of personal talks in my own head of where I was at, what I was doing. But in that moment, as dad was going through it, and of course he had been watching me throughout the night or whatnot, you know, I didn't know and everything like that, but he'd been keeping an eye on me. And I got myself out of a shitty situation. And that's all dad wanted to be able to see. He wanted to be able to see that I could handle myself in those different situations. And when shit gets hard, when shit is bad, you can go through, take action, and get yourself out of those situations. And that's what I learned that weekend, was to go through and control my own emotions in the moment and be able to navigate myself through those different situations. And so dad went through because maybe I didn't make it all the way through the night, but I proved to him that I was able to handle myself in those different scenarios, in those situations. And that was the moment I earned my first trip to go out West elk hunting. I think about that and I look back at that. I look back at other moments, all these, these moments in my life where I either felt a sense of fear, fear of the unknown, as I've talked about before, or just being a hard overall moment of self-doubt moment um, where it was just a grind and it tested me just mentally and maybe even physically. Um, all of those moments, I can, I can look back and I find them as landmarks in my life. And because I went through and said yes and took action on every single one of those, that's why I'm where I am today. I literally look at it as like, is, is it the final destination? No, nowhere even close to it. But I'm exactly where I am because of those different decisions that I made and decided to go through and take action on the different hard pieces. Whether that was an, in the moment, they might not look like the greatest thing in the world. But I could go through and I look at it as like, Okay, one of them could be when I dropped out of college. It was a scary moment, a lot of uncertainty in that aspect, but I had a bigger vision and I knew there were bigger things that I wanted to do. There were things that I wanted to be able to achieve and where I was at, I was essentially living a lifestyle that was just a mediocre life of following and getting in line with societal norms. That was it. When I finally decided to go through, drop out of college, go 100% in on what my gut told me to do and what my vision was and what my overall goals and dreams were, everything started moving forward and got me and brought me closer to where I am today. I go through when I bought the gym and I started the gym, my business partner, it was there were moments of it being scary, a lot of uncertainty, but it was one of the best decisions of my life. When I sold my gym, literally one of the worst and or, uh, scariest moments in my life because that was a part of who I was and my overall identity. When I sold that, stepped away from that, one of the greatest things that I ever did. When I moved across the country to work at First Form, it was scary. It was unknown. Um, and there were points of uncertainty, but it was the best decision I ever had. When I started First, first Form Outdoors, there were moments of me being scared and uncertain. It was the best thing that I ever did. Starting the November Knockdown Challenge, doing these things 
taking risks and moving towards the vision of what it is I want to achieve in life has gotten me to where I am. And this is the message I want each and every one of you guys to go through and take away from today. Two things. You have to remove quitting off the table. If you remove quitting from the table, what else is left but to go forward and take action on what it is you actually fucking want to do? It's one. Number two, you have to be able to see your vision. When I say you have to be able to see your vision, you might not totally understand it. But in your heart, in your gut, right now, as you even listen to me, I know without a shadow of a doubt, there is this vision of you, of where you see yourself, of what you are going to do, the impact you want to have and what you want to achieve. You have to act on that. Not only do you have to act on it, you have to speak it into existence. You have to think about it. You have to talk about it. It has to go through and possess a part of your life because the truth is, how is anyone ever going to believe in what it is you're going to do if you don't truly believe in what it is you're going to do or where you're going to go? If you do not believe it, no one else will. But if you don't see it, no one else will be able to see what it is you see. You have to see it first. You have to paint that picture. You will have pushback. You will have people and individuals and moments in life that will go through and test you. But those are nothing more than a test to see if what it is you talk about and think about is something that you actually fucking want. Because if it is, you will push through those moments. If it is not, well, you'll end up at least exactly where you are right now. I promise you guys, when I look back at these landmark moments in my life, it comes down to two things. If you go through and remove quitting off the table and you continue to move forward towards what that goal and that, that your heart is telling you and what it is you are pushing to achieve in the life that you want to live and aspire to have and, and ultimately have others involved with, you can't quit. But even more importantly, you have to believe in the fucking vision you see and you have to believe in it so much that you talk about it. You get it out there. That's, it's one of the biggest things that will hold anyone back. I firmly believe that because it's something that I battle with in my own mind and I know when I go through and push that and I talk about that and we push, put those things out there, now people see what it is I'm wanting to do, where I'm wanting to take things, the bigger picture, the bigger vision but it also allows them the opportunity to see it and help along the way. So that's all I want to leave you guys with today. Okay. Focus on you understanding your vision and remove quitting off the table. I appreciate each and every one of you guys to make it a phenomenal week. If you got anything from the show, like I said earlier, Go through, share the show, like it, subscribe, um, pass it on to someone else that you care about, um, that you believe could go through and take something away from this. And then number two, if you get the opportunity and the chance to get someone involved into the outdoors, 
and achieving and moving towards something that is bigger than yourself and, and them, get them involved. All right. I love each and every one of you guys. We'll see you later. 